Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You're listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with Akash Lunker, director at Animal Angels Foundation, about his experiences training and volunteering with therapy dogs in Mumbai, India. We'll discuss what led Akash to working with therapy dogs, how he works with multiple therapy dogs, and what it takes to implement a new pet therapy program. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Akash. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm glad that we got you on here. I know we've been talking for a little while about it. Yes. For those who don't know you, can you please introduce us to yourself and to your animal partners? Hello, everyone. I'm Akash Lunker from Animal Angels Foundation. I have been working in this field for the past 14, 15 years now. And my therapy partners are primarily, I started working with Goldie. She passed away a couple of years back. But my first therapy dog, which I have, is Pepe. She's now 11 and a half years old. She's getting a little older. She's living her happy retired life. Currently, I'm working with a lot of therapy dogs. So in India, it's not like I work with just one therapy dog. So we have a team of therapy dogs with whom I work. So I'm working with Uno, who is my therapy dog. I'm working with Joey. I'm working with Pearl. I'm working with therapy dog Rio. So there are a lot of therapy dogs whom I'm working, which I've trained to be therapy dogs. And it's quite interesting to have a good bunch of team to work with. Yeah, I imagine. It's definitely makes it more versatile, right? If one of them's having an off day, someone else can step in. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I know Manal is also at Animal Angels Foundation with you. She was sharing that she works with several other dogs, but doesn't actually have her own dog. Yeah. Is Pepe your dog then? Yes. So Pepe is a golden retriever. Uno is also a golden retriever. So we mostly have retrievers on our team. Okay. We do have dogs of other breeds too. So Ollie is a Dalmatian okay. on our team. Rio is a Labrador. Very cool. Yeah. You said you've been doing this work for about 14 years now. How did you originally discover pet therapy? So Meenal started Animal Angels Foundation in India and I am her brother. So I got interested into animal assisted therapy because of her. I started with training dogs first. So I was into dogs as a child. I loved interacting with dogs and somehow I found that there is that comfort in dogs which we don't get anywhere. So I started into this by training dogs and slowly I started volunteering with Meenal because I am not from the psychology background. So I started volunteering as a dog handler with her. I used to go on the programs. And after seeing the change which these therapy dogs got in people, or when I saw that it is really making a change in someone's life, or when mother of an autistic child comes and says that this is the first time my child has smiled in the past two years. So it makes a very big difference too. It gives a validation that you're doing something right. So that's how I got into this field. And then I had a connect with all the dogs. So I started training dogs to be therapy dogs. It is a very new field in India. So not many people are aware about what actually a therapy dog is. So we trained and we've been through a lot of conferences, I have as well. So what I've observed 
this the, the difference between like over here the dogs sometimes they take the session forward so the dogs are so in tune to what they want to do they understand the purpose of what work they are in that sometimes for the therapist it becomes easier where the dog initiates something and then it leads to something else so it is very interesting where the dog is leading the program and it is not the way around so yeah. and you're a director at Animal Angel Foundation can you tell me a little bit more about your role there Yes. So I started by training and volunteering on, on programs. And slowly, slowly, I got into the managing part of it. So getting new programs, training new teams, managing different teams over here. So right now, what I'm doing is I'm basically working in getting new programs, innovating into animal-assisted therapy. So currently, we are doing corporate comfort programs where we take our therapy dogs to offices. And started with the Mumbai International Airport program, where we took our therapy dogs to the airport to comfort the passengers and currently we are taking them to different office setups to help employees reduce their work stress and to improve their well-being so that is what i'm doing correct and managing different programs managing the overall operations of mumbai so meenal is looking after the pune work i'm looking after the mumbai part of it okay that's great yeah i had seen on the animal angels account about the work that you all are doing with corporate comfort programs i think that's really cool it's something that was needed even before the pandemic but now like i know a lot of people have more anxiety about being back in the office and everything after the pandemic whether it's about the pandemic or just not having really been around people as much there's definitely a great need to have that comfort from the doctor and it's a great look to get people back to work, get people back to offices. And what we have also observed or what the feedback which we get is that when there are dogs in offices, we see maximum smiles in the office where people refrain from talking to each other. You see after the dog has come, the whole day they'll be talking to each other, interacting with each other. Having dogs in offices, it definitely helps to have that bond among people, which was maybe missing post the pandemic. So. Yeah, it sounds like it really improves the morale then from the feedback you're getting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And even the social connections, which then furthers the morale beyond when the dogs are there. That's Got great. It. I know Minal mentioned, I think you just mentioned as well, that you founded the pet therapy program at the Mumbai airport. What challenges did you encounter through that process? So the most difficult part of it was to get through the administration part of it. That was the biggest challenge because I know abroad around 50, 60 airports only in US which have this program. Mm -hmm. But in India, the challenge is first is acceptance that a dog can be a part of something else. Mm -hmm. So the first thing was accepting that these dogs are therapy dogs and not just sniffer dogs because in India, when you see a dog maybe on the airport or on the railway station, people usually think that it is a sniffer dog or a guide dog. So to break that barrier and to get people know that these dogs are also working dogs and they are here to comfort passengers. It was the biggest challenge which we faced. The other thing which post the comfort dog program was the level of acceptance. Like we've seen people lose their inhibitions. They are well suited. They're going to work, top businessmen. And when they see the dog, they just lie down and start interacting with the pets, not thinking where they are, where they're heading to. So that's the magic which these comfort dogs have got, which we've seen at the airport. So we have photos where people are lying down at the airport with the dogs, cuddling them, hugging them. So that was the biggest change which we saw in people. 
That's really great. Yeah, I know when we talked with the Hero Dogs a few weeks back, she was talking about how originally she tried to get an airport program started at one airport and they wouldn't do it. And then she ended up moving and then the Myrtle Beach Airport was like, yeah, we're on board. So I know it can be pretty challenging because there's a lot of security issues. And we also have, I think we usually refer to them as the TSA dogs here, what you were calling for dogs but same thing they're sniffing for drugs and things like that so yeah yeah that's great what do you enjoy the most about the work that you do through animal angels so we have different families who are associated with us and their dogs are working with us as therapy dogs so when i go and pick up the dog the happiness on the family's face that their dog is doing something and willingly is with someone else for the work motivates me to do it in a much better way that someone is happy the dog is happy the family is happy and when i'm actually working on field and when i see the changes in other people's lives which is the dogs are able to get out so it really motivates me to be in this field and do what i'm doing so it gives the reassurance that yes i'm doing something which is meaningful that's great where do you hope to see therapy dog work go in mumbai and in india it's a long journey i feel that we have just started in india i see a lot of people willing to learn more about what a therapy dog is or how to train therapy dogs and i see this field growing and growing we would like to expand to all the cities right now we have mostly focused on mumbai and the tier 1 cities but i feel that this can help penetrate to tier 2 cities as well and more people are aware about what animal assisted therapy as a field is and more people benefit through it yeah that's great um we have a comment here simone is asking how you train the dogs that you work with and what aspects you look for in their personality when you choose whether or not to pursue therapy dog work with them Okay, so when we get a dog, the first thing which we do is we have a temperament test to understand if the dog has the right kind of a temperament. Every dog has a unique personality. Even with all our therapy dogs, each dog is different. No two therapy dogs which have have similar temperament or are similar in a particular way. So we do a temperament test to assess if the dog can get into this work because the willingness of the dog is very important. If the dog is not willing to work as a therapy dog, we simply will not take that. So the willingness of the dog is equally important. to understand if the dog is ready to work so it is not forceful on the dog we train the dogs through positive reinforcement so there is no negative kind of training in which goes in in this we see to it that the dogs are comfortable even during the sessions if the dog needs a break we do give them sufficient amount of breaks so we not just train them obey commands on treats but to understand the purpose of why the dog is being taken to a particular set and that's where it helps us a lot because after a point the dog understands what they are doing through more and more session then we have seen that the dog takes a therapy session forward and it is just a matter of maneuvering through the session up to the point so we don't have to hold the dog make the dog sit in one place or have treats constantly with us to see to it that the dog is following the dog understands the purpose and the dog is comfortable doing or enjoying what the dog is doing so That's great. How do you end up partnering with these dogs? Do their families come to you or do you kind of have like a call out to look for them? How do you find them? So when we started it was the the way around we used to see a good dog and then we used to approach the family that your dog has a good temperament we can train him as a therapy dog because the awareness was very less when we started but now we've seen that change where families are having dogs they're adopting dogs or willingly getting into this just to see to it that they have a therapy dog and so now it's the the way around where the families approach us saying that I want my dog to be a therapy dog 
So to give you one example, there's a school with where I'm working currently. It's called as Atman Academy. So the principal of the school, Manjushri Patil, she willingly adopted a dog knowing that she can train the dog for the school. So she adopted the dog, Therapy Dog Rio. I trained him in the school to be a therapy dog for the school. It is a very different school. It is a school for children with learning disabilities. So the dog comes every day with the principal to the school and we have a program running there now in the school. So. That's great. That answers Uday's question then. He was wondering if you see a possibility of introducing therapy dogs in schools to make kids more comfortable with pets from a very young age, but it sounds like you're already doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It helps to lift the entire mood of a particular place, be it school or be it an office or be in a hospital setting. So we've been doing it everywhere. So Okay. Yeah, Jared was asking if you're taking dogs to the hospitals, but you are, right? Yes. Yeah. He was curious what kind of reception they get at the hospitals. So even in the hospital programs, which we've done, the reception was excellent. But to get through the administration, to have dogs and to be in the hospital setting was the challenge which we faced. So. A couple of years of persuasion with the administration of the hospital to get therapy dogs in the hospital. Yeah. But the programs which we have done, we have worked with children with developmental disabilities in hospitals and we have got path-breaking results when we have worked with them. So That's great. Well, as chief trainer for Animal Angels in Mumbai, I'm guessing you've really worked with a variety of teams in addition to your own experiences. What advice do you have for someone who's interested in becoming a therapy dog team? The first thing which I would say is with what motive people want to be in this field. So the motive has to be serving people through animals. If that motive is clear, because now the awareness has increased in India, but we get a lot of people saying that I want my dog to be a therapy dog and they feel that the dog would be working like a working dog. So the motive has to be very clear that the dog will not have a nine to five kind of a job where he will go and then he'll come and he'll learn for you. So the motive as to why you want your dog to be a therapy dog has to be very clear is what I feel. Awesome. I have one final question for you from Jared. And Jared was asking, what are some of the popular dogs that are becoming therapy dogs? For example, in the United States, we see a lot of retrievers, even though many types can become therapy pups. I know you were saying that you work with a lot of golden retrievers there as well. Is that kind of the most popular breed to work with there in terms of therapy dogs? Yeah, mostly retrievers and labs are pretty common, but we have worked with most of the breeds. We have a Dalmatian, right? We have a Doberman on our team who is a therapy dog. We have Maltese. We had a St. Bernard. We had a couple of German Shepherds. So it's not specific to a particular breed. We have indie dogs who are working with us as therapy dogs. So it is not breed specific is what I would say. The temperament of the dog really matters. But mostly we have had retrievers on a larger scale. So sounds, so they sounds are similar to here. <laughs> Minal is working with cats in Pune. So That's great. Kim was curious, do you have any therapy dog teams where the dog family or handler comes with them rather than you working with them? Yeah, so mostly it happens where the family also volunteers. So we train not only the dog, but also the family member to handle the dog because not everyone can handle a therapy dog in a session to know, understand what are the stress signals if the dog needs a break and who better than the owner of the dog to understand that. So we train the family members 
us too and if they have time they do come with us for sessions so it works well and do you have any junior handlers that you work with like teenagers we get a lot of interns from colleges who are eager to learn more about the speed so we do get a lot of interns from psychology grads and kids who are interested to learn more about the speed and a lot of people also are ready to volunteer and so we train them to be therapy dog handlers train them about how to work with therapy animals and then they are also a part of it so we have them to that's great yeah awesome well it seems like the questions keep on coming but akash is there anything else that you wanted to share while you're here so working with therapy animals it has helped me as a person to grow it has helped me to be grounded to know that what i'm doing is really meaningful and with every dog i learn something new to give to the society in a unconditional way not to expect anything from anyone so that is the biggest lesson which i've learned through working with therapy dogs so that's really great well thank you so much for sharing if anyone wants to connect with the work that you're doing what's the best way for them to do so is it to follow the animal angels handle Yes so we have our Instagram handle Animal Angels Foundation we are there on Facebook as well you can log in to our website to know more about our work so it is www.animalangels.org.in Great well thank you so much for sharing the work that you're doing there i appreciate you taking the time Thank you thank you Shelly it was a pleasure to talk to you and to share about what I'm doing All right well thank you so much give your dogs a hug for me and take care Thank you see you bye I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Dog Talk. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week.